I want to take a quick second to promote a business that's a friend of the podcast and also a person who runs it as a friend of mine, and that is Sick Little Creations. So you can find it on Redbubble. There's amazing uh, stuff on there. You can find artwork, stickers, um, some clothing, a bunch of other stuff. Find it on redbubble.com. You can also uh, find more of her work at Pinterest. Be sure to check that out. It's really amazing work. So any at any time you have, you need to get a gift for someone. Like I know we're, you likely just missed Mother's Day, but still you do have, you do have Father's Day coming up. There's still birthdays. There are a variety of other holidays that you can go for. So definitely be sure to check that out. And that's the Sick Little Creations. And you can find that on Redbubble, and also be sure to follow her on Pinterest as well. Hi everybody, this is Matt Kirby, and welcome to a brand new episode of Groupie and Harmony, the podcast all about music. Today, we're going to be making some Grammy predictions here. But first, my typical shameless plug. I have a Facebook page, it's called Groupie and Harmony. Be sure to give that a like, because I post it anytime I release a new episode, have any updates about the podcast, or have a new blog post, Feeling Groupie. So, for... I just finished up the fictional festival series uh, for 2021, so I posted a general one, and then right before that, a general festival, like in the lineup of like Lollapalooza, Coachella, that kind of festival, and then I also posted, uh, um, I also had one right before that, which was uh, a quote-unquote soft rock festival that turned into a lot more than soft rock um the next post i'm gonna have coming out is uh i'll discuss it a little bit more later but it's more related to my grammy my grammy predictions also and then i'm also gonna have one my annual rock and roll hall of fame uh freshman post so um be on the lookout for the uh for both of those um i also have a separate facebook page for my basketball blog is baller trademarked yet and uh, I earlier the uh, right before the start of the season, I made my season predictions. I will. I've been pushing off one post for a little bit, part due to schedule, part due to me not being sure what approach to take. Because there's a lot of controversies happening in basketball in the NBA right now. I'm going to be discussing all of them, and the, that post should come out in the coming week. It'll be after I finish up my uh, post. It'll be after the Grammy predictions. And now, I know, again, this went a few weeks without a episode, so I'm going to make it up for you. This week, we're not only going to have one episode, we're not going to have two. We're going to do four episodes. So, um, in particular, so this one today is related to my Grammy, is going to be my Grammy, Grammy predictions. I have one, uh, I'm going to have one after the Grammy nominees are announced, which is going to happen Tuesday uh, on the 15th. I'll record one that evening. And then also, I'm going to have, we I recorded one this morning. That's I, the long promised episode related to Sound and Sound, where I interviewed Town and Sound Festival, where I discussed two, or the festival with two festival members. That one's coming out. That I recorded that earlier today. That one's coming out. Uh, later this week, and then also later this week is there's been a bunch of new. It's something that's been a bunch of news related uh, that happened recently. I'm gonna do a post about that. So there's a bunch that happened recently. I know. Um, so like this episode won't discuss that in the interest of time. So if you're looking for 
because I know there's been a bunch of recent deaths in music. If you're looking for for that, if you're looking for festival lineup announcements, and if you're looking for uh, my response to the festival that I was saying, get ready for it to be a fire fest in uh, when we were young fest. I'm going to have those takes in that episode coming out later this week. And what I will say as a teaser with the when we were young fest, yeah, I might have been wrong about that. <laughs> um, so now today for my Grammy predictions, um, what I'm going to do is I am going to discuss the uh, the top, make my predictions for the four major categories, which are album of the year, record of the year, song of the year, and best new artist. And I'm also, and I'm also going to do a little bonus at the end, uh, which is um, some to uh, watch out for for some categories. And in particular, I think that some of them I think will be interesting storylines to watch. Some of them will actually be ones that I think will be winners. Or maybe not winners, sorry. Nominees, rather. And uh, the Grammys are going to uh, occur on... Are they not... They're... I'm sorry. The Grammy announcements, rather, are going to happen on Tuesday, November 15th. And uh, I'll do an episode related to that. There were some category changes that I do just want to discuss prior to this. Um, there are some new categories. Best Alternative Music Performance, Best Americana Performance, Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media, Best Spoken Word Poetry Album, and Songwriter of the Year, Non-Classical. Um, there's also a Special Merit Award that was added. Best, best Song for Social Change... Um, then, uh, they changed up some things with, uh, uh, with best opera recording and best classical, co uh, compendium. Uh, the best new age album was changed to best new age ambient or chant album. And by the way, all these are from the Wikipedia page for this year's Grammys. Uh, best musical theater album, uh, the composer and lyricists of more than 50% of the score will be eligible for a, of a new recording will be eligible for the award. And then the best spoken word album was, uh, was renamed best audiobook narration and storytelling recording. And now the spoken word will be in the aforementioned best spoken word poetry album. Um, and then also now, uh, for album of the year, 75% of the album must be, uh, newly recorded music. Uh, it used to be 50%. So, um, those are all just some new things. And now, uh, what I will say also, so all the artists that I'm discussing for the major awards are... Um, are ones that I know with certainty have been submitted. Um, so I do know a bunch, which I will say, um, that one, um, I, I was in a group on one site, uh, Gold Derby, that did, uh, um, that, uh, in a group on there that, or I've been not in it, but I've been on it a bunch, where, uh, they, 
have a list or like they have uh, one group that does compile all the nominees or as many nominees as they can find there. So while the Grammys are kind of guarded with that, I that group was able to um, get the scoop for a bunch of them. So I know a bunch of these nominees. So uh, um, so that helped me out with uh, determining that, which it's cool. <laughs> uh, and uh, um, so yeah. And then what I'm going to be doing this year uh, is I'm going to be doing uh, I'm going to be because they ha- it sounded like they're still going. They haven't officially announced it yet, but last year they had ten nominees per category. I'm going to assume that they'll still have the ten. So. Uh, for the major categories, so I'm going. What I'm going to be doing is I'm going to say my my top ten, and then I'm going to have two honorable mentions for each one, and then I'll have like one uh, other one that I want to mention. And in particular, the way that I'm going to do it is because on this same site, Gold Derby, they currently have uh, be- uh, betting odds for how uh, for the winners for each of these awards. And uh, what I'm going to do is that for the um, one, the other one that I want to mention, I'll say probably one that's not in the top, I'm not sure the exact number that might be floating, um, 30 or 40, we'll say not in the top 30 with certainty, it probably, most of them probably won't even be in the top 40 that I want to mention uh, for the betting odds. So uh, we'll start out with Best New Artist, then we'll go Song of the Year, Record of the Year, and Album of the Year. So, for Best New Artist, uh, I do just want to clarify that for Best New Artist, um, that one is not necessarily someone who just released their first recordings. Uh, Official guidelines for the Grammys say, uh, and this is from Wikipedia for this page, quote, for a new art, uh, for a new artist who releases during the eligibility year, the first recording which establishes the public identity of that artist. And uh, um, and typically, what they've done is that it's uh, not typically it's not someone who has been nominated uh, previously, and they have a nom- nominating committee. Which will, uh, um, which will, uh, they have a committee that will look to see it to check and see that if they decided that an artist had their breakthrough prior, then they won't be considered. One, um, one recent case of that was, um, when 24K Golden was not considered nominated because Mood was, uh, because mood was considered more uh, po- mood was considered being a big hit prior to the eligibility period, even though it really exploded afterwards. Uh, it was a little bit controversial. Um, and often I know I mentioned this in passing, but I skipped over it. But I did want to mention one thing. Typically, if an artist has been not uh, has been nominated for another Grammy, typically they are not considered eligible for this one. I don't know. I don't think that was set in stone. But like for instance, one recent one was. When Roddy Rich's debut album came out, uh, he was not considered eligible for this category, despite the fact that it was his debut album, and that the box had really, uh, 
been massive because he already was nominated for a Grammy and won a Grammy with, uh, um, because he was featured on a Nipsey Hussle song that ended up being nominated. So that one was a odd one, but typically also, because I do just want to say one other thing with that one, um, is that, uh, there are rules for like minimal, um, for like minimum number of cries requirements. They must have uh, released at least five singles or tracks or one album, and then they also can't have entered the category more than three times. So uh, there are gonna be artists that won't that even though they had their breakthrough, they wouldn't have enough releases. Like I think Nicky Yor has Nicky Yor hasn't. Uh, released five tracks, uh, even though um, he had a breakthrough single with um, what's that song called? Sunroof. Um, so I don't think he would be eligible. Now, for this one, what I'm gonna do is I'm also gonna say what the current where they rank currently on uh, Gold Derby and uh, which this pa this page was loaded uh, this morning. So. Some might have changed uh, later in the day. Some might change based on by the time you're listening to it. But all this da the Gold Derby data is where they rank on it, and uh, and uh, what their odds are uh, are up to date as of this morning. So um, with best new artist, this one's interesting because I always say that there because uh, I always have uh, typically there's a couple locks per artist. I mean, per, uh, category, an award, rather. Um, this year, there are five locks total. And ironically, I don't consider any of the best new artists to be locks. And I'll get to why in a second, even though there's a couple that are, uh, pretty established artists who make a lot of sense. But, uh, I think that there are, uh, but, um, for the locks, there's one for Song of the Year, one for Record of the Year, and three for Album of the Year, which is a lot fewer than normal, and I think that that's not to say that those are five are the only ones that are worthy. I just think that a lot of them are a lot more... A lot of the categories are pretty competitive this year, so that's why. Now, for Best New Artist, there are... Well, there are no locks. There are two that are most likely, and I'm going to do them in order of who I think is most likely to get nominated. So, number one is Zach Bryan. He, I think he feels really safe to get a nomination. He had his breakthrough year this year. Um, his third album, American Heartbreak, was, uh, received positive reviews from critics, hit number five in the U.S., and his, uh, hit song, Something in the Orange, um, had absolutely exploded. His, uh, peaked at number 12 in the U.S., um, He's like a country with a rock hint in it, and he has he has a fan base for sure. Um, he has had chart success on the country and rock charts, so you can get he will get votes from that. The reason he's not a lock is because there's a lot of time there have been several instances where an artist has had one big hit and then not gotten nominated for this award. That said, in rec in recent years. If the if their one big hit is more is more positively reviewed, then that 
doesn't always necessarily make it so they don't get a nomination. Whereas, like, in other situations, it's an, it's if a song is, like, gets negative reviews or, like, is considered annoying. Something in the Orange has gotten really good reviews, so I feel pretty good predicting that he will wind up getting one. The next artist... That, uh, the second most likely artist... Oh, actually, also, before I get to that, on Gold Derby, he is currently the ha second best odds and uh, has tw with 23-2 to two to win it. And it's really close behind the artist who's number one, who is my second most likely artist, which is Lotto. Lotto's a hip-hop ar artist who... Um, well, she had, like... She was rising um, in the game. Her She had a massive hit this past year with big energy and then um her her second album 777 uh hit number 15 in the u.s and uh wow uh and has gotten good reviews from critics she uh uh it uh kind of reminds me a bit uh in terms of this nomin uh this nomination of Something like, um, excuse me, um, reminds me a bit of someone like Doja Cat, who, well, uh, probably, especially with her early stuff, or, I, I guess it's debatable necessarily what genre she is, well, um, Lotto is more hip-hop, I would say, is easily more lines with hip-hop than Doja Cat necessarily, Do um, Doja Cat would, like, easily, like, uh, incorporate other genres in there and stray between several genres like pop, R&B, um, several others. And I mean, with Lotto, it's the same kind of thing. Like, she incorporates pop, uh, pop. she incorporates, uh, R&B in her music too. Um, the reason that I don't consider her a lock is because, uh, first off, same thing, she's had... Other than energy, she hasn't had as big a hit, anywhere near as big a hit. That's, um, like if both of their, both, both her and Zach Bryan, if their careers were to end today, uh, they would technically both be considered one-hit wonders. Um, and then also, recently she had a bit of a feud with, uh, Nicki Minaj. Well, Minaj started it because, um, uh, Nicki Minaj track was changed to, uh, um, well, Super Freaky Girl changed from the rap category to pop. She, uh, she lashed out saying that Lotto should be switched to pop as well. Um, so I don't know how that would impact her. I don't think it will too much. I still think she gets a nomination. And now, the artist that I have third most likely is Dove Cameron, which, uh, is, um, which she is currently on, a. Gold Derby, sixth most likely with twenty to one odds, but um, and the, all these odds are for them to win. So, um, well, this will be interesting because she has had success. Uh, she is an artist who uh, really started out with uh, with a uh, with a lot of Disney Channel stuff, and uh, in particular was with uh, was on in Live and Maddie. Uh, so, and in the past, that hasn't always, uh, 
that hasn't always resulted in success uh, in this and success in this category, which normally I would say that yeah she wouldn't get a nomination. But a couple things. First off, Olivia Rodrigo got a nomination last year, and I think and wonder if she broke the curse with that. And second off, she won this award at the MTV Video Music Awards. Historically, if an artist is eligible for that and for uh for best new artist at the Grammys and wins that and uh wins this award at the MTV Video Music Awards, they get a nomination. So um, this has been going on for ten or fifteen years. So I th and I think this will happen. Uh, her biggest hit is the song "Boyfriend," uh, which hit number sixteen in the U.S. And I. And again, it she really only has had one solo hit, so it's entirely possible that she doesn't wind up getting a that she doesn't wind up getting a nomination. I I just think that because of the history with it and her victory at the MTV Video Music Awards, I think that makes her really likely. So we will see. Um, fourth most likely on mine is. Is Brazilian singer Anita uh, on Gold Derby? She is fifth most likely to win with uh, sixteen to one odds. She, uh, so she is funny because I mean the last couple years I've been wondering could she end up getting a nomination, um, but this year her fifth album was a uh, success worldwide. Um, Really got was her. Mo it didn't chart in the Billboard charts, but it was her. But in the Heat Seeker charts, which uh, typically looks at ones that artists, ones by artists that haven't charted yet, um, that one ended up peaking at number two. Uh, she ended up having some success in Europe with releases, um, and she's had a bunch of songs that were really successful in Brazil. Uh, and uh, she's had a couple so some songs that has, have found success in the U.S. Involver uh, from her newest album, Versions of Me, hit number 70, which has been her biggest hit so far. She's had success in the Latin pop charts. I usually, there aren't, sometimes Latin artists get nominated for this one, but it's not, but it's not like, it doesn't happen too much. One that I will say, it does remind me of Rosalia a bit with this nomination, where she didn't necessarily have a ton of U.S. success yet, but still, she has had worldwide success, so I think that, I think she makes a lot of sense with that one. And I know it might sound crazy, even like with a fifth, with her fifth album, to uh, still be considered, but still, uh, I mean... Becky G is eligible for this category despite it being 10 years into her music career. <laughs> so, um, and the, the Grammys have often been fine with nominating artists who, uh, who didn't, uh, um, who, like, aren't, didn't necessarily just release their first album. So, uh, and this one follows with the fifth most, like, the fifth artist on my list, Joji, who uh, is 
third most likely to win on Gold Derby with 13 to 1 odds. With Joji, uh, he, uh, he's, he's another artist that's been performing for years. Uh, his career, he's had a lot of success on YouTube, but uh, his career officially, um, his YouTube career started in 2011, so he's been around for 11 years. Um, he first he uh, he started out as Filthy Frank and Pink Guy as more com as more comedic, but then shifted over to R&B, lo-fi alternative R&B, uh, under the name Joji. And this he just released. It's not considered in the eligible lady period, but his newest album Smithereens uh, was released uh, um, this year. And that was his third album. Uh, but even despite the fact that he didn't, his album wasn't released this year. Why? Why might he be eligible? Well, there's he his big his biggest breakthrough. Well, he had some songs that uh, charted in the top 100, and uh, his first two albums each peaked in number three in the U.S. His newest song, "Glimpse of Us," uh, has been a. I'm sorry, not his newest song, but the lead single for his newest album has been a massive success. It it's peaked so far it's peaked at number eight in the US. Um has been uh has received acclaim uh from critics and from fans and I it also is one that I expect will wind up getting consideration for some of the later awards. Maybe it will be mentioned later. But uh, yeah, and again, the um the Grammys do tend to like artists who uh have had success in uh um in other uh with other albums previously so he definitely is someone to keep an eye on in this case now the artist I have six most likely is one who actually did just release his debut album and that's blast uh he's hip-hop R&B artist, and, uh, Cornigal Derby, seventh most likely, uh, 28 to 1 odds to win. Now, uh, with Blast, he, he has had some minor success in the U.S., though, uh, his song Chosen was a big hit, as was, uh, he also was, in, uh, one of the artists in the song Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar, which peaked at number five. He, uh, um, his debut album before you go was uh was released uh earlier this year got positive reviews overall um hit not number 90 in the charts not a massive hit but um blast did uh um has been nominated for uh some other awards um he uh I don't, I, th I think it, he got a bunch of nominations. I want to say at, uh, the Soul Train Awards, he got a, last year, he got a ton of nominations, if I remember right, but I'm gonna, yeah, he got nominated for Best New Artist there, um, last year, and, uh, ultimately didn't win, Young Blue did, but still really, uh, but he also, uh, got nominated for Best R&B Soul Male Artist as well, which Youngblood didn't. So I think he's, with all that, I think it makes a lot of sense for him to potentially be nominated for this one.
And now the, the for my seventh most likely artist it, that I have is Omar Apollo. He's uh, another uh, another R&B alternative R&B pop artist. He uh, released his debut album earlier this year. It peaked at number 128 in the U.S. Uh, and he his biggest hit single, Evergreen, uh, ironically, wasn't actually re uh, released as a single during the time period. But it went viral on TikTok in September, right as the period, right as the eligibility period ended, and right when voting started, it was released in October. So lately, he's been on the rise. Uh, he's risen up to tenth, most likely on Gold Derby, with to win with thirty-three to one odds. I. I really do think that I've been higher on him being nominated for a little while. Um, and when I say a little while, I mean like cup uh, for like the past month, probably. I thought it just made so much sense that he would get nominated. I, uh, and I mean, it. I think just with the fact that uh, the the explosion happened perfectly there, then that really helps out his cause there. Now with the eighth most likely artist is indie musician Mitski, who uh is conveniently also eighth most likely on gold to win on gold derby with thirty to one odds. And just so you know the difference is um for me I'm saying most likely to be nominated. They're saying most likely to win for those ones. So there are some differences there. But uh there was questions about whether she'd be eligible because this is she just released her sixth album and her debut album came out in 2012. But uh, look, her sixth album after her after her last album, "Be uh, Be the Cowboy," peaked at 52 in the U.S. This album peaked at number five in the U.S. Uh, Laurel Hull and it uh, received critical acclaim like a lot of her music does. Uh, she's had some single. Uh, some her most popular singles in terms of the charts. She had uh, she had singles that charted on alternative charts, rock charts, uh, some songs that chart on the AAA charts, including a song that hit number one. Um, and she even had a song that peaked in Mexico. So overall, I think that it's entirely possible she doesn't get nominated because while the, as mentioned before the um as I kind of alluded to the Grammys do like nominating artists who aren't necessarily um didn't or uh, didn't necessarily release their first so uh their first artist uh or the first album rather still I that I think that there's a chance that people could look at that and think that that seems a bit much uh, to have released six albums, but still, this was the period where, uh, it was where she had a big hit, um, the next artist is Muddy Long, M M now, um, for Muddy Long, uh, she, well, first off, she's, uh, listed as fourth most, fourth best odds to win with 15 to 1 odds, uh, 
I'm not as high on her on her winning though, because um, I don't think that I think this is a case of where this does seem to be a one hit wonder kind of thing. Um, so far, those while she has had success writing for other artists, um, she her song uh, hers and hers uh or hours and hours excuse me hours and hours uh ended up uh peaking at number 16 in the US it uh went viral on TikTok and then ended up being released on uh traditional radio and was a big hit her first so this is her third album that she, her third album was released this year it had some success in the US uh she previously released two other albums in 2018 and 2009 now the big gap was because she did a bunch with songwriting and uh she actually has been nominated for a Grammy, but the catch is that she's eligible for this one because her previous nomination was as a songwriter, not as a performer, where she was nominated uh, for writing do it, uh, for writing uh, with uh, uh, she worked on Back of My Mind by her. So she uh, and I mean, we've found out that basically this happened, this could happen, um, when Phineas, uh, Billy Ash's brother, was nominated for Best New Artist, I think it was last year, despite him being, not winning multiple Grammys for his work with, uh, well, uh, as a writer and producer with all of Billy Eilish's stuff, so, um, yeah, I still think it's, there, a lot of people are high on her, ultimately, I think that because, because the precedent has been set with Phineas, I think it is possible. I'm not sold on this one, though. Now, number 10, 10th most likely here, is Tate McRae. Um, she has ninth best odds to win on Gold Derby with 33-1 to 1 odds. Um, yeah, she, uh, she released her, uh, debut album last year uh i used to th i used to think i could fly it hit number three uh number sorry number 13 in the u.s um it got good reviews from critics also uh then also she uh had her breakthrough single um while it was released in 2020 it uh gained popularity uh later on um you broke me first which uh end up peaking at number 17. She's had some other songs that have charted in the U.S. The catch is... I don't know why I'm not sold on her. I... Because I thought when she released her album in... uh When was it? Was it March? May. Uh, when she released her album in May and ended up being a big hit, I thought that she would get a nomination. But... Now I, but it seemed like then suddenly the hype didn't last. So I think she, it's entirely possible that she, uh, that she falls out of the top 10 here, but I'm not certain. Now for two honorable mentions, I'll discuss briefly. One of them is Wet Leg, an indie, indie band who basically, indie darling group, uh, masked their debut on Wet Leg, was a critically acclaimed, awesome album, uh, and was a surprise hit in the U.S. Uh, all around the world, especially in the U.S. Uh, 
They've had multiple singles that have found some success. Um, it, I think that it, uh, it definitely is, they're definitely one to watch. I'm not entirely certain that they will get a nomination, but, uh, cause they might not be pop enough in indie to get a nomination, but I, but then again, Phoebe Bridgers did also release it to get a nomination a couple years ago. So that's entirely possible. Um, other artists I have here is, uh, it's the honorable mention 12th is Muna. And, uh, while they are far from household names, they, ha uh, their newest, their third album, their self-titled album was their most successful album to date, had multiple singles that were successful. So I think it's possible that they get a nomination as well. Uh, but I have them 11th and 12th respectively. And also conveniently gold derby also has them 11th and 12th right now with wet leg having 37 to one odds to win and Muna having 42 to one odds to win. And Ironic, so ironically, the top 12, my top 12 here are exactly the same as Gold Derby's top 12, which for a while they weren't because they were high on uh, Conan Gray for a while when I have not been high on him. He's just dropped out of the top 12. I never had him in my top 12. I never had him. I didn't even have him in my top 15 even. So, which works out well because now... um. So because then that means that um, my thirteenth artist, my thirteenth artist is actually the one who I want to discuss, Charlotte Adigary. So um, genre-wise, it's um, it's genre, I'm sorry, Charlotte Adigary and Bolis Pupo. Uh, the two of them, uh, did release an album together, uh, Tropical Dancer, which uh, was like an odd electronic experimental album. It received cr absolute critical acclaim, though. So, that one is a little bit interesting there, um, that I would have this one. But every year, or almost every year, there's one artist that no one would have predicted. And last year was Aruj Aftab. I think that they make so much sense, and the reason for that is because... They, uh, even there are major publications who are, who have mentioned their name as a serious contender. Billboard had an article that actually listed them as, like, a notable, as including notable acts. So, I think that, and I think also, um, with, especially with, uh, the popularity of, uh, of the, while they wouldn't necessarily, while they aren't really, like, globe, wouldn't be in the global category, um, Adiri is, uh, Belgian-Caribbean musician, so I wonder what the success of that, even though they're more, uh, their stuff is more in the dance category, I wonder if they could get, if that could be enough to get them a nomination. Now we're going to move on to the song of the year. And actually, before we do, um, just want to mention a few artists who did not submit their solo work to, uh, the, uh, to be nominated. Notable one that's already been announced. Silk Sonic did not submit any of their stuff. Um, a couple others, 
Drake didn't submit any of his work where he's a lead artist. Uh, the Weeknd didn't either. Um, Kanye didn't submit anything from uh, his album Donda 2. He does have some nominations from Don, from the deluxe version of Donda and from singles from it. Um, and then there were several artists who, uh, even some that, like, well, they probably wouldn't get a nomination, would uh, get consideration that didn't submit them for the major awards. Um, probably, uh, so, uh, one notable one in particular is, uh, oddly enough, is a rock metal band, Ghost. They didn't submit anything for the for the four major awards. Um, there are several other names. I want to say Lee Bryce. Was it Lee Bryce who didn't? I don't remember. There was one notable country artist who didn't submit anything for the major awards either, which was a bit surprising. So, uh, that said, let's get to Song of the Year. And Song of the Year, I just want to clarify the song with our difference between Song of the Year and Record of the Year. Record of the Year is for the recording itself. Song of the Year is for that individual song, so looking more at the songwriting, which is interesting because that means that, uh, um, that if an artist performs a cover song, then that means that, uh, that then they aren't, they, the artists themselves that perform wouldn't actually be eligible. So, uh, because it goes to the people who wrote the songs, <laughs> Um, which is interesting because then, uh, in the past, we, there have been instances of that where, um, James Taylor, um, for a song, Fire and Rain, uh, he didn't write the song. Carol King did. So Carol King actually won that award when he did, um, when, um, Nora Jones swept the, swept the Grammys. She technically didn't win Song of the Year. I don't remember who wrote No One Knows, which ended up winning the Song of the Year. Um, wasn't no one knows something along those lines. Um, but whatever it was, she didn't wind up winning that, uh, that one. Um, or she, even though she was the one that was, uh, that recorded that song. Um, so now again, we'll do the 10 and then the honorable mentions, and then the one fun one that I want to discuss. Now, uh, the first off is the one that's the lock in this category, and that's Easy All Made by Adele. I think that's the front runner to win also. Gold Derby currently agrees. Uh, they have the odds set for 10 to 1, which is Actually, also actually a little bit better than the second most odds, um, but yeah, I just think that first off, Adele tends to be really successful with this. Um, she uh, and the song itself also received critical acclaim and was a massive popular success. So yeah, it makes too much sense not to. Um, the next one is "Break My Soul" by Beyonce. Um, so that one currently has actually third best odds on Gold Derby with uh, 13 to 1 odds, which is a little bit interesting that that one has third to 1 odds to win it, and not uh, or third most odds and not second most odds. 
Um, that one also ended up uh, being a massive critical and commercial success. Um, from uh, commercially ended up peaking at uh, it reached number one in the U.S. Um, was a huge, huge, huge success. Uh, and really was one that was truly well regarded. Um, and I mean, it's Beyonce. Now, the reason that I think that, uh, that I think that Adele is more likely to win is because, and why Beyonce isn't a lock for this one, is just because, uh, even though the song hit number one, um, first off, more people tend to focus on, uh, album of the year with Beyonce versus Adele, which is interesting. But also, uh, so I think that, uh, album of the year is the one where there'll be more of a focus on for Beyonce, oddly enough. But also, what we'll find for each of these ones, each of these categories with Beyonce, I I'll, spoiler alert, I don't have her at number one for anything. And the reason for that being that, for whatever reason, there's a surprising number of people who just don't like her, for whatever reason, but then are fine with Adele. I don't want to, like, necessarily say any reason because I don't know with certainty for each individual one but still I think that's what's preventing her from being a lock um the third most likely one that I have is a little bit lower on gold derby but is right has been rising a little bit and that's you me you and me on the rock by Brandy Carlisle currently seventh most likely to win with 22 to 1 odds um was the second single from uh from her album in these silent days uh i mean recently she's had a ton of grammy success uh all her work tends to receive critical acclaim um and this song will it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, uh, uh, as big a success as some of her other songs, including, uh, right, uh, right on time, which ended up getting a nomination for this category last year, but still it, uh, had some success. And in general, I just feel like that Brandy Carlisle, it's tough to bet against her here. Um, f which now we move to fourth, most likely to be nominated, and that's About Damn Time by Lizzo. So, this one was another one that was massive hit, hit number one in the U.S., um, was, uh, like an upbeat feel-good song, made sense for, for the year, um, currently has fourth best odds to win on Gold Derby with 14 to 1 odds. And, um, I think that this one, it's entirely possible it doesn't get nominated, but that said, I think that the fact that it's, there, were, it got a lot of, uh, a lot of rate of success, and also, um, recently, because in the last few years, there has been a resurgence of disco music, this one did have kind of a disco feel as well, so I think it makes sense here. Um, fifth, most likely, is, uh, is Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. This one was massive song, uh, and, uh, was actually his, uh, first, uh, um, 
was his first, ironically, his first Billboard hit, and peaked at number one. Um, and also, uh, uh, also was apparently the first song ever to, uh, be number one on the R&B slash hip-hop songs and, or R&B songs and rock and alternative charts on Billboard. So, uh, I think it was a really well-written song, um, I think that some people will, uh, focus on his performance, which was awesome on it too, and will, uh, elevate it, uh, elevate it here because of that, but I think that just because of the, uh, I think that the writing alone really does warrant it, and it was a massive hit also, and it's, uh, and it is a catchy song also, so I think that when you have a catchy song, I think that definitely tends to help as well, um, and I didn't, I don't think I mentioned the Gold Derby odds, uh, sixth most likely to win, 18 to 1 odds currently. Now, uh, sixth most likely to, uh, song is The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar. That one is currently eighth most likely to, uh, on Gold Derby, uh, with 25 to 1 odds. Now, this one's an interesting one because it's entirely possible it doesn't get nominated, mainly because it wasn't actually included in his album that he just released, which was an interesting decision to submit this song. Because this song, I can confirm that this that he didn't submit any songs from the album. He submitted this song, which is really interesting choice. Um, that said, it received a lot of critical praise, especially for its lyricism. So I think that, and that's really like, what it's all about, you know, looking at the songwriting, so I think that that will really help him out in that regard. Uh, not a lock, but still, I I do feel pretty good uh, that this one will be at least in serious consideration. It'll definitely get some sort of nomination, I think. Um, the next... Uh, Next one, seventh most likely to be nominated on my end, is As It Was by Harry Styles. This one currently has second best odds to win on Gold Derby with 23 to 2 odds, which is not that far behind Adele with 10 to 1 odds. That said, I'm I'm scarred. Last year, I thought that it, um, for his last album, rather, I thought it was a lock that he'd get multiple nominations, like, get nominations in the three major categories he was eligible for, he got none of them. So, that's probably holding me back a little bit from, uh, nom- from having him here. Um, though, as it was, did, was a massive success worldwide, received critical cl- acclaim, so, uh, as, so as such, I, I think that that makes I mean, it was just a catchy song, um, so I think it is still possible to get a nomination here. Though what I will say is that it's entirely possible that it does miss it, and I think that this one also is a case where, uh, um, first off, this song might be more likely to receive a Record of the Year nomination, and second off, there tends to be a, a bit of a, um, a lot of former boy band artists tend to hit a brick wall with the Grammy nominations. So I think that 
that is something to watch here. Um, eighth most likely to be nominated for my end is TV by Billie Eilish. And uh, that one is, this is interesting because it, it wasn't a big hit by her. It only hit 52 in the U.S. Further, it I was released on an extended play and not like an album. And on top of that, Gold Derby doesn't have it in its top 10. It has this song uh, to win. It has it number 11th with um, only 87 to 1 odds, which there's a massive drop-off between 10 and 11 also. Um, so that one is something a little bit interesting to watch. But still, the song itself received critical acclaim, so I think that there's such good odds that because of the song itself receiving critical acclaim, a lot of critics calling it her best song yet, and a lot of critics praising her writing... And the fact that it's Billie Eilish, yeah, I don't want to bet against that. Now, uh, we'll move on to ninth most likely on my end, which is Something in the Orange by Zach Bryan, which is an interesting choice because that one has 13 best odds to win and uh, is currently listed at 101 odds, which everything 13 to, uh, 13 to 1, or 13, ranked 13th most likely on, has 13 to 1 odds, uh, or a uh, 100 to 1 odds to it. I keep getting all my numbers mixed up, um, but that one is rising. That is something to note. And also, the song received critical acclaim, and especially with this writing, and keeps rising in the charts. I know I was discussing that earlier with Best New Artist, so I'm not going to harp too much about that one, but still, that is definitely, that's a little bit of a risky prediction, but it feels pretty darn good uh, on my end. And the last one that I have here is one of the ones that I feel worst about out of these because I'm nervous about predicting this one. And this is First Class by Jack Harlow. There have been many times where a hip-hop song that is a massive success doesn't get a nomination here. But at the same time, I think that because it, while it was a commercial success, I think it was a more positively reviewed than some of his than uh, some of his other songs. So, and I think, and I mean, it was one of the biggest hits of the year. And while that often doesn't necessarily result in a in a nomination. For song, for song of the Year, I still think it's worth watching because it was such a massive hit. And 11th most, so now for my honorable, oh yeah, and Jack, uh, for First Class, that one has the 10th best odds to win at 54 to 1. Now, uh, for my honorable mentions here, uh, in 11th I have Glimpse of Us, which I mentioned before by Joji. Massive commercial and critical hit. Um, I think that one could absolutely sneak into Song of the Year. I'm uh, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if it got nominated. Um, twelfth most, twelfth best odds to win at ninety-five to one. And now here's the one that I have no freaking idea what to do with here. All too well by Taylor Swift. A re-recording of the song. Hit number one. Was an, a very long song and usually long songs don't get nominated, but it's Taylor Swift. 
but at the same time, I think that last year she really didn't do well in the nominate in with the nominations. While she submitted some, well, she didn't submit anything from uh her her album. I think it was. Oh, geez, I always mess this up. I don't remember which album she re-recorded last year, but uh, whichever one she did and submitted, um, it she didn't get any nominations from that album, even though she didn't submit any of those ones to uh, for the major four ones. I could see her not getting any nominations this year, even, which sounds crazy, but there, there does, from what I've heard. There does seem to be some reservations after she said that she was not re-recording the albums, to or her albums, to with the uh, with the idea of Grammys in mind. Which, well, this isn't what she's. Well, she didn't say this. There are some that heard that and think, well, then what does that mean? If she is submitting them now, is she is she actually thinking about this? Um, currently in Gold Derby, she has fifth best odds to win. At fourteen to one, and seems to be rising. So, could I be wrong? Yeah, I'm scared. I'm a little bit scared here, but still, um, I just don't feel great predicting this one. But I could see it still being nominated for Song of the Year. Um, and as I do, just want to mention that there is one other song in the top ten in the top that has top ten odds for Song of the Year that I did not include here, and that's we don't talk about Bruno by. From Encanto, by the Encanto cast. Um, I have that thirteenth currently, um, but I'll discuss that more in Record of the Year because it is in the top twelve. Um, and also one thing I didn't mention with the Song of the Year because I said the songwriters were it. I didn't mention the songwriters there. I just mentioned the artist who released the song here. And now for the fun little honorable mention, our fun little one of my choice. Uh, there are two that I could have gotten between. One of them I have, it's 41st best odds on Gold Derby, which is Paper Flowers by Alicia Keys and Randy Carlow. I do just want to mention that because that's rapidly rising, but I'm not going to do that one. Instead, I'm going to list Sweet by John Batiste. After release, after he was one of the biggest winners at the Grammys last year, and probably the biggest winner actually, I wonder, is this replicable? Replica, rep, replicable. <laughs> Apparently, my pronouncing might not be, but uh, I wonder with John Batiste, could he get another nom? Could he get more nominations this year? He didn't have as many things submitted, but his song "Sweet" was submitted, so I wonder if what that means. Now let's move on to record of the year. Um, Again, there's, uh, and also, again, with, uh, Record of the Year, it does look at the actual recording of it rather than the, rather than the songwriting. And now, uh, the, there's one lock, I have the one lock in this one, and, uh, surprise of all surprises, It's Easy on Me by Adele. I, uh, that one also has best odds to win. On Gold Derby, currently ten to one odds. Yeah, I mean, I'm if I mention a song with Song of the Year, I'm not going to harp on it too much with Record of the Year. But yeah, critically acclaimed. Uh, it's Adele. 
It just makes so much sense. I think this one's a clear front runner to win the award as of now also. Second most likely is a bit of a shock here, and Gold Derby might agree with the fifth best odds to win with, uh, hope to have this up before I say it, 18 to 1 odds. It's not too outrageous, but still. Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. And I think the thing is, it is a catchy song. It's it, it was one of the most popular radio hits of the year, and it what what received praise most about it was the performance itself, and that's what you're looking for for record of the year. I'd be absolutely shocked. It's not a lock, but I'd be shocked if this one isn't nominated. I'd be absolutely floored. I think this one does have a chance to win, and I think that if Adele do, if Adele somehow doesn't win, I would expect them to announce Bad Habit right now, which sounds shocking, and I especially since I can't imagine them not saying easy on me right now but we will see um third most likely break my soul by beyonce um third most likely to win as well uh with 12 to 1 odds um not too far behind uh beyonce and the number two song which we'll get to in a second um i i would be surprised if this one doesn't get nominated it makes a lot of sense uh fourth most likely is about damn time by lizzo i think that with this one, there does seem to be a tiny bit of a fall off that where uh, in terms of law, in terms of, because while Easy On Me is one lock in my opinion, then Bad Habit and Break My Soul feel really good to get nominated, and then About Damn Time seems to be a little bit further behind them, actually, in my opinion. But again, big, uh, big radio hit, catchy, popular song that usually fares well with record of the year. Fifth most likely one is again, uh, or, uh, for another one, uh, that was included for both "You and Me on the Rock" by Brandy Carlile. Um, that one has seventh most like seven best odds to win with twenty five to one odds. Um, this one is probably a little bit further down. Also, um, I don't. F- I think that it's seriously possible, entirely possible that it this one doesn't get nominated. But still, Brenda Carlisle has had a lot of success in recent years with this, uh, with these categories. So I, um, so I would say, in all, keep your eye out for this one. I do think ultimately they will announce this one as a nominee. Sixth most likely is As It Was by Harry Styles. Currently has second best odds to win with 23 to 2 odds. So not not actually that far behind uh, Easy On Me. And just ahead of uh, Break My Soul. Um, I mean, as I mentioned before, what a lot of people were praising with it what especially was the performance. That's what they look at here. Again, with a, a big commercial hit with each of these ones I've mentioned so far. Well regarded critically as well. So I... Though still, my heart's still a little bit uneasy after, uh, after uh, in my mind especially a little bit uneasy after what happened last time with Harry Styles. Um, seventh most likely is First Class by Jack Harlow. I feel better with this one for Record of the Year than Song of the Year because it was such a massive hit commercially. Um, tenth most likely to receive. Uh, to win here uh, with 30 to 1 odds. This one is actually more bunch, more bunched and bundled up than, uh, or this cat, this not, uh, this award is more bunched and bundled up for the top 11 actually, which is really interesting. Um, all the top 11 have third at, at 
a 35 to 1 odds or better, um, which I'll get to the 11th one a little bit, but uh, 12th most likely, TV by Billie Eilish. <laughs> this is around where I'm like, I really don't know on this one. Um, I, I could be totally wrong on this one, but look, it's Billie Eilish. She has had several nominations for every time she's been eligible she's at least been nominated and uh often won this category this award so i don't want to be the one ruling her out here um but uh 12th best odds to win um and she's the f from 12th on they all have 100 to 1 odds so and the um for this category gold derby has her falling a little bit also so well, uh, so be on the lookout for that. And actually, also, I didn't mention uh, You and Me on the Rock. That one actually is rising a bit on Gold Derby. So that one's also something to watch. Now, ninth most likely, we don't talk about Bruno by, from, by the Encanto cast. Now, this song was, uh, ironically, one of the most talked about songs of the year. One of the most song, song songs of the year. Though it is worth noting that a lot of times the soundtrack songs don't wind up getting a ton of love especially in recent years that said i think you have to consider the fact that there really hasn't been a song um a song quite like we don't talk about bruno in recent years i know you might say well what about let it go from frozen no it's not like that this one's much bigger um so that's one to watch that uh here um i uh and also i think that on top of that the the grammys might be of the mindset that well they don't technically have the nominating committee uh, the nominating committees anymore to or to determine who uh to determine the nominees based on the votes uh they just do it based on the votes still they might say, hey, look, this could be a chance for us to be like, hey, look, diversity. I I mean, they've appeared to do that at times in the past. But anyways, um, it is worth noting, though, that one's falling a little bit down to ninth best odds on Gold Derby uh, with 28 to 1 odds. And in 10th, Don't Shut Me Down by ABBA. I don't know. She They got nominated last year. Um, their return has been, has been like really highly hyped, highly talked about. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that I really, it, it, look, it has a hundred to one odds to win on Gold Derby and it's 13th. It was a, it was a hit worldwide. Wasn't as big a hit in the U.S., but in Euro many European countries, it was a top 10 hit and hit number one in some countries. I, It's entirely possible this one doesn't get nominated. I really don't know. Um, and in particular, I think that there will be one artist by uh, one nominee in this category by an artist who is I, I would I wouldn't surprise me. I should say if there's an art a nominee by an artist who is a little bit older. The other one that I be that I'm eyeing is one that I won't focus on because I have them thirteenth. But "Hold Me Closer" by Elton John and Britney Spears is another one that I think I could see one of those two getting nominated. And now, uh, but it is worth noting that even though the odds are still a hundred to one, 
Don't show me out. It's starting to rise a little bit on Gold Derby. Though the odds are still listed as 100 to 1. Um, for 11th most likely, I have the Heart Part 5. Uh, yeah, I mean, while I think it will get a Song of the Year nomination, I could see it not getting a Record of the Year nomination because there aren't as many people talk that seem to be talking about the performance on it as much, which is interesting. Um, 12th most likely is... Um, is Woman by Doja Cat. That one is falling a bit. It's on Gold Derby. It's currently 8th best odds to win with 28 to 1 odds. Um, that one was a big hit, but I wonder how uh, Doja Cat's announcements of her retirement will fare for this. Um, I, I just don't know how everything will fare with it, though it is worth noting that it was a big hit, um, and it got positive reviews from critics. The other song that uh, that uh, was in the top 10 on Gold Derby that I didn't have nominated was All Too Well. Um, that one has six best odds to win with 22 to 1 odds. I am much lower on it in this category. I have it as 22nd most likely. And now, um, as for my other special one to mention, um, I do just want to give a quick shout out to the one that I have as 19th most likely, which would be eligible for this one, but I want to discuss something, another one, um, and that's Sweetest Pie by Megan Thee Stallion and Dua Lipa. That one has 30th or 31st best odds at 101, but right behind it, I have 20th, Best of Me by Alicia Keys. Um, Alicia Keys has had Grammy success in the past, and while it hasn't been as much of luck in recent years, she... It, she, it is still worth noting that just a few years ago, she did host the Grammys. As a result, I do wonder sometimes, could she end up getting a nomination as a thank you for that? She didn't in recent years immediately afterwards, even though I predicted she would have, she did would the year right after. Um, but still, um, that one currently isn't even listed in the, uh, on Gold Derby, but I think that that one is one to watch. I have a 20th most likely currently. And now we'll move on to album of the year, which is the most interesting. I think is really interesting because I have, and I have some really, uh, some ballsy predictions here. Um, but there are, I think there are three locks in this category. The first, let me pull up here. The odds, here we are. The especially this one, the odds are really close for winning. Um, I think that the current the current front runner to win, which also has the best odds to win, and it's the first lock is Thirty by Adele. Album was critically acclaimed. Uh, received awesome was massive success. Was insanely talked about for quite a while. More talked about than any other album this year. And that's and her last two albums have won album of the year. The odds are currently set at twenty-one to two, and are and are uh, and are getting worse a tiny bit. So, uh, so that makes it that will be interesting to watch as uh, as we get closer to the Grammys. Um, second most likely album is Renaissance by Beyonce. Uh, that one's also has second best odds to win with eleven to one odds. Um, that one's another one that ha received critical acclaim, and which tends to happen with Beyonce albums, was a massive success. And I think that there were enough people who also 
viewed as a positive thing with uh, the fact that she did have a more dance influence on there. So, and she typically does get nominated for Album of the Year, so I feel good predicting her here. The third most likely lock, and probably the one I feel worst about, but I still think is a lock, In These Silent Days by Brady Carlisle. Look, her le the lead single from that album ended up getting nominations for Song of the Year and Record of the Year last year. The album was a commercial success, was adored by critics. Brandy Carlisle, ha Carlisle has had a lot of success with the Grammys the last few years, um, especially with her last album. Yeah, I, I feel good predicting this one will get a nomination. Um, fourth most likely to keep up with a trend is Lizzo with Special. Um, Special currently has the sixth best odds to win, though, um, with, uh, 16 to 1 odds. This one's another one that the top, the top seven are all, like, pretty bunched together, which is really interesting to see. Um, while didn't receive as much praise as her previous album, it still was a popular album. A lot of the individual tracks on it were, uh, had success, and I think that that is something to keep in mind in now, especially with the way that, uh, that the Grammys do the original, uh, or do the, um, I'm sorry, not the Grammys, the Billboard charts, for instance, do the, do the charts where you benefit more from having songs that have streaming success. Um, fifth most likely is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. The reason this isn't a lock is because there was controversy involving this album, um, with lyrics, including Kodak Black on the album and some other things. Still has the fourth best odds to win, fourteen to one. Will this be the one for Kendrick Lamar to win? I'd be shocked, honestly. Um, but still, um, I feel pretty good predicting it to be nominated here. Seventh most likely. Or, oh no, I'm on six. Sorry, sixth best odds to be nominated for me. Harry's House by Harry Styles. Third best odds to win on Gold Derby with thir thirteen to one odds. I still don't feel good about about um, this. Just it's so low, just because again, when Fine Line didn't get nomin any nominations for the major categories, um, I started to doubt everything. Um, but I think that one thing I didn't mention though is the reason that I still think that they will get nominations here is because since then they have changed the nominations so that they don't have the committees that choose it based on it. They just do it straight up based on the votes. Seventh, now we'll move on to seventh most likely odds, which is where I uh, start diving into insanity here, and I'm really not sure what to do anymore. Um, seventh best odds here is Voyage by ABBA. Um, I think that just because they had a song with Record of the Year um, last year, um, I, that, I seriously believe that they'll get a nomination. They currently have a ninth best odds on Gold Derby with 40 to 1 odds, and they're rising in the, stand in the rankings. So, that's also something to watch. So, that'll be really interesting to see. Um, and it was a popular album also. Um, eighth most likely album. Probably the one that I should feel worst about on this list, uh, given where they, uh, given the competition here, which I'll get to in a second, but, uh, Motomami by Rosa Rosalia. <laughs> now, here's the deal. Um, this one might be a shock because... 
everyone's predicting Bad Bunny to get a nomination here as the as a Latin the Latin album. I do think that there will be a Latin album nominated. The other one that's possible that they'll call a Latin album is Encanto soundtrack, which I'll get to in a second because that is going to be that is an honorable. I have that as an honorable mention. Spoiler alert, but still, I I think that the thing with Bad Bunny is that Bad Bunny never gotten nominated for one of the major awards. Rosalia has. She got nominated for Best New Artist when Bad Bunny was eligible, and I, among with others, predicted Bad Bunny would get a nomination that year instead. So, um, I th- I think that Rosalia definitely has her following here. It is worth noting that this one is dropping a bit in the standings. Uh, it's currently 14th for uh on Gold Derby, um. And has 100 to 1 odds to win. Everything 13th and on has 100 to 1 odds. Um, so that's a... I don't think it will win. But I... I am making the crazy prediction that this one will still get a nomination, though. And now... Uh, and also, it's... On Metacritic, it's the best-reviewed album of the year as well. So that's also something to watch out for. An album that had commercial success and is one of the best reviewed albums of the year. Um ninth most likely now, another one that's at a hundred to one odds, the thirteenth most the thirteenth uh for winning album, Gemini Rights by Steve Lacey. Again, at this point I really don't know. It was a commercial success. He has gotten nominated for Grammys in the past, though not one of the Big four awards. It's entirely possible he d- he doesn't get a nomination here. I I just I'm just looking at it. And I'm like, it's. I mean, it was a lot of pop music that was successful. Was pop music or like more pop based R and B music kind of thing. Um, and that's why I feel like Steve Lacey makes a lot of sense for album of the year. It also was a well reviewed album and was a big commercial success. Um, but I'm not certain. And now, um, number 10, the one that I really feel worst about, Music of the Spheres, Music of the Spheres, not the Spheres, the Spheres, by Coldplay. 11th on Gold Derby for winning, 44 to 1 odds. Look, I really feel pretty bad about this, but a lot of years, they will try to nominate at least one rock album. And the issue this year is that you look at the options and... None of them have great odds. Um, as for some of them that are possible, they could argue that Raise the Roof by Robert Plant and Alison Krauss is a rock album, though all the submissions for it are in the American Roots category. Um, you could uh, you could make a case that Zach Bryant maybe could be rock, but all his stuff is nominated in country or American Roots for the most part. And then what about Jack White? Well, still... There hasn't been as much hype around that. There's been more hype, ironically, around Coldplay for an album that received mixed reviews. And so I I don't feel great predicting this, but still, their last album got nominated in this category, um, and they have had success in the past. And now, um, quickly go through the honorable mentions here, because I know I've gone on for a while already. Um, first honorable mention, Encanto soundtrack. Um... 15th best odds to win, 100 to 1 odds. Um, usually soundtrack albums don't do particularly well in this category and don't get nominated, but historically ones that have 
are massive hits. I believe Beauty and the Beast was nominated, but I might be wrong. So that's why I think that Encanto soundtrack could get a nomination. Um, and then 12th most likely, this one's a bit out there, but The Lockdown Sessions by Elton John. Um, that one I have, tw that one's 22nd most likely on a Gold Derby. And with 120 odds, I think that just because he had multiple massive hits from this album and the fact that it was still a commercial success and uh, it's Elton John, I think it all makes sense. Um, and now, as for the three artists who are in the top ten for on Gold Derby that I didn't have, uh, number seven, uh, Un, Un Verano Sinti by Bad Bunny. I... 18 to 1 odds. I just think that Rosalie will get a nomination instead. I just don't feel like that. Because they have not been kind to, uh, our, uh, to reggaeton or Latin trap artists. So, I think, with the major awards. So, I think that's why I'm a resistant to, nom to have him here. Um, at 8th, and I, ha I have his, uh, his album as the 16th most likely album. At 8th on Gold Derby, Red Taylor's version by Taylor Swift. Um, I have that as twenty fourth most likely, cause I heard I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard rumors that uh, her last album barely got a nomination. Um, I think that one was Folklore. Um, there I heard I heard it got, barely got a nomination for Album of the Year, and there was curiosity about if it uh about if people had uh or if the Grammys had intervened and nominated both that one and Donda by Kanye. So I, well, there, there's no truth behind these rumors and I don't want to accuse with that because I don't, I don't know what goes on behind those closed doors. Um, I think that the fact that there's enough people that seem to be turned off by the fact that she, uh, that after saying she wasn't thinking about submitting for the Grammys, that then she submits them for every category she can pretty much I personally I don't really care about that personally but a lot of people do for some reason um and then the one that's 10th um the aforementioned raise the roof by Allison Krauss and Robert Plant the reason I have that 14th and the reason is because I, f I don't feel like they're gonna do mul they're gonna nominate multiple American Roots albums uh and Brandy Carlisle, I think, has that category down. I'd be shocked if they... I'm not even shocked, but I'd be surprised if they did nominate a second one. Even though it is worth noting that uh, their previous album together ended up winning this category, though it was back in 2006. And, uh... But still, I do think that there's a serious chance that that one could win. I have, While I have that 14th, and I have like Ed Sheeran right above it at 13th, I do think that any of those... I think that especially any of the top 15 on my list has a serious, serious chance to win it. Which brings us to the 15th one on my list, which is the one, which is the interesting one that I want to talk about. The Hardest Part by Noah Cyrus. And this is a weird one for me to choose here. Because it, uh, it is worth watching that it is kind of steady, maybe dropping a tiny bit on Gold Derby. Um, it is, uh, currently ranked 
157th best odds. 100 to one, again, one of those 100 to 1 odds one. But still, the album did absolutely receive critical acclaim. And one thing especially to watch with that, she got nominated for Best New Artist. There have been several times in the past where an artist uh, got nominated for Best New Artist, didn't win, but then still got like several nominations after that, even when it was considered a surprise they got a Best New Artist nomination to begin with. Um, I was a little bit surprised that Noah Cyrus did get a Best New, Best New Artist nomination. Um, this song, this album really didn't chart. It didn't, I don't think it charted in the U.S. It goes on the Heat Seeker charts, but still. Um, I think that with the acclaim, I think they're... And with the name recognition also, I think that there's a serious chance that uh, we could see uh, that one shockingly getting a nomination. And now, one last thing that I do quick want to do, I'm going to do this really quickly because I, we're already cl we're approaching an hour and a half. It's a long episode. I do just want to mention uh, some other things to watch here. And now that's in other, and this is in the other award category. And uh, the reason that I do want to mention that, do this, is because uh, la last year I had, um, with the same group on Gold Derby, I had some inside information that there were a couple artists to watch for other categories. The two in particular that was sounding like they would get a bunch of nominations were John Batiste, ironically enough, and Jasmine Sullivan, who ended up having a both of them had massive years with nominations. So this year, there really aren't a ton that I have been hearing that with. There's one that I think will get a bunch that will is feels like a no-brainer for at least one rock category that I'll get to. Actually, two that I feel like a no-brainer for some rock categories they'll get to. But still, these are just ten that, in some cases, I think will be nominated. In other cases, I think will be fun to just pay attention to. Um, the first one here is His Golden, Me His Golden Messenger. They have gotten nominated for uh, for other Grammys period pre uh, previously, including uh, Americana uh, Americana album. Uh, when was that? Twenty nineteen. This one's interesting because their nominations this year are gonna be in uh, um, are gonna be in gospel, and the reason I think this one is one to watch is because. The God is because the um a lot of times if an artist does have success in other in other categories or as a popular artist, then they wind up with get often will get nominated for the gospel or contemporary Christian categories, and a lot of in a lot of situations win. Um, some in the past, some in recent years, P.J. Morton, Kanye West, Carrie Underwood. And Harry Connick Jr. I couldn't think of his name for a second, but uh, those four have all been nominated in the past few years for this category. Or not this category, sorry. It's one of the categories related to gospel or contemporary Christian. 
as such, I think that I want to, but at the same time, his Golden Messenger probably isn't as big as any of them. So that's the one that I'm like, I wonder what happens here. Especially because there is a Roots Gospel category. So I think that'll be interesting to see. Um, and now, with the addition of alternative album category, we're getting some interesting, there are some interesting submissions for uh, alternative album versus rock album. For instance, um, like we're getting some artists that are rock artists that it's like, oh, they submitted for an alternative album instead. And you're getting some one that feel like clearly alternative that are submitting it for a rock album. One in particular that I was surprised by, for instance, this isn't the artist to, that I'm watching, but Courtney Barnett, for instance, submitted it to rock album instead of alternative album, which shocked me. As such, I think we're going to wind up with some really wacky results in the rock category, especially rock album of the year. We'll probably get some, a couple older rock artists, but the but I and we I th think that this year could be a weird year where every now and then a metal album gets nominated in the rock album categories, and there's a few that that feel like they have higher a good, a decent odds. Ozzy Osbourne, for instance, has decent odds. I Prevail, their last album was nominated, though I don't think this year there will. But the safest one in this case, in my opinion, is Ghost. They're one of the biggest rock bands in the in the uh, in the world, and while I would say that they're more that they're closer to hard rock than metal necessarily, though they do have some similarities to traditional metal, um, they absolutely exploded this past year. It was a huge year for them. So, as such, I think that they and they have gotten nominations before in the metal category. So, I think that this one w will be this year could be a big year for them. At the minimum, I think they will get a medal nomination, but we'll see. Um, third most likely one is another rock-based one, and that's Eddie Vedder. So he released a solo album this year. It was well-regarded, a big hit, and, um, well, I mean, he's kind of like a staple in rock music, and a lot of times, especially with, uh, nowadays, I think that, uh, historically, there are a lot of older rock artists who get nominations here. And while, and I mean, while it sounds weird saying that an alternative artist is older, remember Pearl Jam just uh, released their first album in the early 90s. I think it was 91. So, that is, uh, so that is definitely something to realize that he is probably a little bit older. And, uh, but yeah, I think that he will get a nomination there. Um, fourth most a fourth one that I'm watching here is another it's one that has submissions in alternative and American roots Father John Misty for a while I was higher I thought there was a possibility that uh, his album could, that his album could end up getting an album of the year nomination but it's rapidly falling uh, falling in the rankings for odds to win so I don't think that it will wind up getting that but the album received critical acclaim and uh, he's been booked for some uh, for a bunch of festivals, so I th I think that he he could get nominations in some of the other categories. He has gotten nominations in the past. Um, he his submissions are in alternative and American roots, so be on the lookout for both of those. Now for the fifth one, the one that I have no idea if this one will actually uh, end up getting a nomination, but. 
The Big Game Original Music Musical Event Soundtrack, which is an album by credited to JT Daly, Stugatz, and the Dan Lebetard Show. This one is was interesting because they because they did submit this for a musical theater category. I have no idea if I'll get a nomination because of well, they're not actually in the music industry, though they're on entertainment. But I think that with uh, the unofficial Bridgerton soundtrack getting a nomination for uh la- or get and getting a nomination and then winning last year, I think that opens the door for ones that aren't traditional musicals. So I think that this one is one. I think this year we could is we have the opportunity to test if that's true or not with this album. That said, though, I don't know necessarily if it will get a get a nomination just given the extensiveness of pre- back end promotion that you have to do and the amount of money that typically goes in. Next one that I do want to mention here is Baby Tron, which is an interesting one, because he hasn't had much commercial success, though he has found success online. Um, he was also on uh, XXL's freshman uh, cl- freshman class this past year, and there have been me- situations in the last few years where someone's ended up on that on that class, didn't have commercial success, and wound up even getting a nomination for, nomination for Best New Artist. I don't think he'll get a Best New Artist nomination, but he does also have releases submitted to rap and R&B categories. There's an outside chance that he could get a nomination, especially in the rap ones. I don't think he will, but it is worth watching. Now, uh, the next one is Charlie XCX. Um, She has a bunch of nominations in the pop categories. Her... All of her releases have received critical acclaim, and last in this pa- her album this year was her best-selling album yet. So I wonder if that correlation could result in maybe something in the pop categories, like um, even if it's like best pop album or something like that. Could she find herself on that list? I don't know. I think it is possible, but I I don't know. Um, eighth most likely is McCray McCraven. Um, he's interesting because he's a nominee for uh, or he not sorry not a nominee. He he's eligible for best new artist, even though he's established artist, been around for a while. Um, but he is well regarded with a lot of releases that uh, uh, that kind of intertwine hip hop and jazz. Still, I'm sitting here like, eh, will he get a nod? I don't know. Um, I. I don't know what his submit what he submitted or what he uh or what categories they were submitted in. I do know he is being considered for best new artist. That is all I know. Um but that said, I'm curious if he gets a jazz nomination. I don't think he will get a best new artist nomination though it is possible. I think that he uh I think he could get his first nomination this year though and it could be a jazz one. Um now finally the last two are two artists that I'm watching. Um, one of them is Walker Hayes. And after Fancy Like was a massive uh, was a massive commercial success, and then it wound up getting a, an, a nomination in Best Country Song. None of his releases since then have found that same level of success. 
But still, I wonder if just because if he's because he's still because he still is a name that is known enough in country. I wonder if that is if fancy like is enough for him to uh to wind up with a nomination uh in uh in one of the country categories. That said, I am still adamant that that is that Fancy Like is one of the most egregious product placement songs in history, along with Nike's On My Feet um, and some others. But, uh, and the last one, Machine Gun Kelly. So, um, I don't know for with certainty what categories he has, he has submitted to. I believe, I'm pretty sure that his album is submitted to rock album, though. And I think that he has submitted to some of the rock stuff. Now, this is an interesting one to watch because when his last album uh, ended up uh, ended up get, uh, being eligible, which uh, which takes my uh, takes my downfall, which ended up being a uh, um, which ended up being a was a massive success. Uh, it didn't wind up. Uh, it didn't wind up getting. Any any nom nominations, but since then, they have removed the committees for uh, the nominations. So now this will be, and there's a ton, and there his record label is doing a ton of promotion for this. So I don't think he'll end up being a big. He will end up getting a big four nomination. But with all with that said, I with all that with everything with that. This is going to be the big test about uh, to show is what was is the removal of that those committees and the and because if this one his this uh, time around he has gotten he got a lot of promotion the first time around but he or last album but he's gotten more this time around then you wonder will that make him nominated and. I think it'll be interesting to watch, but I will tell you, my answer to that, honestly, is I don't think he will. And I think the big part is that there's enough people inside the industry who are the ones voting for him that that hate him and just don't like his music and don't like him as a person. So as such, I don't think that – I think that that will prevent him from getting any nominations. But – we will see with certainty on Tuesday. So thank you so much for listening to uh, this episode. I know it was a little bit, little bit long, but still, I uh, I had a great time. I can't wait to see what happens. And uh, I'll uh, so t Monday be on the lookout for a post uh, related to this uh, on the blog. Tuesday, if not Tuesday, then Wednesday. Be on the lookout for a podcast episode um, recapping the nominations and also be on the lookout for a, two other podcast episodes that are coming out soon and uh, um, and a blog post on Is Baller Trademark Yet that's coming out soon. Anyways, I'll talk to you in a couple days. Thanks for listening. Bye.